Hello, everybody. I am Brandon. I'm Cody. I'm Derek. And welcome to Weekend Hangouts, a weekly podcast where we reminisce about times long past. Today, we are talking about all things Nintendo. Now, Derek, go ahead and open with uh, what you wanted to start us off on. Great. I, you know, I have really been fond of the Switch lately, and, you know, it's like Cody has been telling me that, you know, he's been wanting to get one, and, you know, I've I've been really confident that it's going to have a great future, and, you know, I there's, you know, since we're talking about Nintendo, we're going to be able to talk about all the different systems and their successes and their failures, and I... You know, I'm just really excited to kind of see some other things that are going to be coming out for Switch and things that I already have and, you know, just things that I kind of wanted to kind of tell you guys about and just a lot of, you know, just a lot of things that I'm excited about here. But, um, you know, I I have a pretty big wish list going uh, uh, compiled with some things that I wanted to go over too. But, yeah, um to uh just to kind of dive right into it um there's uh, a really good game called Hades that it well it's on Switch and it's on Steam and it's it's on a few other platforms i think too but um apparently like in Hades uh you like you start off as like I think it's like you you play as like the son of Hades or something like that, and there's something about um, like your like some secrets that you're trying to uncover about your mother, and you um, you you kind of play like you kind of play as him, and you just keep on going. But I think if you die, you kind of start back at the beginning. But there's like a whole thing to it. I haven't looked too heavily into it, but that's I th- I think Hades would be a great title, and then. There's another one that looks really exciting called I Saw Black Clouds, and it's an interactive movie, actually. Um, it's It's got, like, uh, I'm not sure who it stars. I think it's British, but it has, um, I think that's becoming a thing now is, like, and I mean, I know it's been a thing in the past, but... Um, it looks like a really good interactive movie uh, kind of thing that I'm I'm really kind of excited about here. So I mean I that's just a, a couple things there too. But um, just kind of looking at my wish list right now, um, Little Nightmares Two uh, has been a big hit, like on Steam and stuff like that. But I I was curious if I should get Little Nightmares Two on my Switch or if I should get it on uh, on Steam. But I think I think either way it would be really cool that doesn't really matter what you get it for but um yeah that that's been a really really big success from what i've heard too yeah little, little nightmares 2 looks great um just kind of i'm just kind of taking another glance at my list here um i guess th- those, that's just some of the games that are in my wish list but then kind of looking at what i've already got like i've got you know a lot of final fantasy on my switch um i've got a lot of zelda um let me see here I'm trying to think of some more kind of out there games. I've got um, a really great kind of side scroller RPG type of game called Owl Boy that's pretty unique. Um, I mean, I, you know, everybody loves Animal Crossing on Switch, but uh, you know, it's like Cody was talking about how he wants to get like Mario Party, and that's always fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of what I mean. What do you guys think? Like, what are what are what are some of your guys's uh, you know, what are you anticipating for it? How do you guys, 
uh, you know, what, what, what are some of your expectations for switch or what, what are you looking forward to or, you know, kind of looking forward to like 4k, but very, yeah. What do you guys think? Brian, you want to take this one and I'll come in after. Yeah, absolutely. So basically I am super excited that Nintendo is overall, they're finally stepping into the 4k realm and, but one really unique thing that not many people like so i hear all the time that people are constantly dogging on nintendo saying oh well they're only just now getting into 1080p or 720p and everything but take a look at their track record y'all they've never had to compete the same way that xbox or my or uh, sony has or microsoft or sony has because it's always just been sony versus microsoft right and then when you sit that you sit that down and then you look back and you see Nintendo doing epic things like the era of the PS3 and the Xbox 360 well yeah that sculpted a lot of the market as far as how consoles were going to be going into in the in the future if you look at the GameCube which came out during that era the GameCube was one of the first companies that reached out to AMD with their Radeon technology to build a, a really robust GPU, which was lag-free and universally friendly with a lot of games, even cross-platform games. And then, like, everybody slept on the GameCube. And then the Wii came out. And, I mean, like it or hate it, like, the Wii was the first legitimate um, look into, like, motion controls. And that is something that everybody else picked up on like i don't think that we would have the same the same presence that we got with uh vr had it not been for nintendo so honestly nintendo's always just done their own thing and flourished flawlessly with it at least that's my take on on nintendo as a whole i'm gonna agree with you um as far as gamers nowadays, any console gamer should, and to be honest, has to thank Nintendo. Yeah. You have to. Oh, hands Because down. in America and anywhere that was outside of Japan, after a, the Atari dis, destruction, is what I'm going to call it, after the Atari <laughs> destruction... Nintendo was the only company willing to bring a console to North America that was not marketed as a console. It was an entertainment system. They showed more promise to the American audience than any other company. They marketed it. They, their marketing strategy was brilliant. They marketed it as a... A system that controlled a robot. Yeah, basically. And then they released games. They released Mario Brothers. They released uh, Mario Brothers 2, Zelda. They released other games, but it was initially marketed as a toy. Hmm. I mean, it, it's super smart. It was the number well, one so selling that... item at all Walmarts. It was 10% of Walmart's profits. So do you actually know the the iconic uh, image of the NES? Like, do you know where that came from? Oh, actually, I don't. 
So this one's really interesting. The American marketing team at Nintendo at the time, they were fearful of trying to get into the American market. They were fearful about getting into the American market. So they decided to try and design the NES to look like something that all that most families during that era in the American household had. And that's why VCR. It, it looks like a VCR. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. So they designed this thing to be in the living room with the whole family. And it was designed from the start to be uh, enjoyed by an entire family. Which, that is some next level fucking thinking that most people, like most Sony and Microsoft, they don't get. Like, they didn't get that until... Um, the Xbox One, really, when Xbox tried to peddle that as being a DVR setup, and that, well, you know where that went. Yeah, that was right at the time when cable was dying. Yeah. You know, pe I... People were switching over to streaming platforms, and, you know, the Roku, and the, the Amazon uh, Fire Stick, uh, Apple TV, people were not using cable boxes anymore there was no cable yeah yeah i um just to kind of chime in on that too it's um culturally speaking i mean i and i know we were gonna we'll, we'll kind of go back into the switch here in just a second too but like culturally speaking um you know there there is as far as like target audiences go nintendo has always been sort of the the most kid-friendly system you know, that there is really, um, not, you know, not to, not to downplay other systems, of course, but Nintendo really, um, struck a chord. Like, you know, when Mario was released, you know, you had, uh, just a whole string in the series going for like Mario titles and, you know, it, it, it was, it really was a huge success, you know, just among like in the nineties, the especially like, like it really did, um, it really did take America by storm in that way. Like, you know, J like Japan and America really shook hands on that. Like, I mean, it just, it was just really nice to see, really nice to see sort of like a, um, like, like a bond in that way. But I think, um, another thing too, kind, kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum there, the, when it comes to sort of like, Japan's view on American video games, we sort of catch a lot of crap because, you know, we're, we're look at, we're looked at for like call of duty and that's pretty much it. Like, you know, just mindless first person shooting. And that's, you know, like even when uh, Hideo Kojima was talking about our, like our style of gaming, he mentioned like when he made death stranding, for example, he said like, Oh, you know, Americans are fond of first person shooters and death stranding is not that well, I would have to disagree too, <laughs> not to, not to, um, you know, not to downplay Kojima here, but you know, I mean, Death Stranding is in a, it's a third person shooter in some parts. Um, it's a, it's an odd game, but I mean, I, I get what he's going for. It's it's supposed to be kind of a step back from reality, and it's kind of I don't know. I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here. I, I mean, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna kind of pass this baton to somebody else. But what I'm trying to say is, and I'm gonna kind of try to wrap this up here. But um, I think that there, you know. And, and this still continues today. I, I really do think that Nintendo has been sort of the flagship for 
um, you know, just for bringing uh, families together and, you know, great for kids, great for, you know, just it's 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 a great it's a great household staple, so to speak. Um, but in any event, um, you know, kind of going back to the switch here, the, um, you know, I, th- I think that the switch has a lot of great titles, not, you know, it has like Mario, but it also has, you know, it, it's got Final Fantasy. It's a very well balanced uh, just all around great console that has, uh, and I'm here, I am advocating for it, but it's, it's got pretty much everything you could want. It's got a, just a mix of all genres. And I think that that's, I think that a lot of game consoles have kind of stepped away from exclusivity in that regard. And we're starting to see, you know, a lot of story, story type games on different consoles. We're starting to see, you know, everything is kind of, kind of falling into the same pool you know um you know like you have you still have like uh you know like god of war is a um you know like ps4 exclusive the last of us um you know and then but xbox and microsoft kind of uh shook hands and now they are on you know the same platform there too but i mean it's just i really like the switch for its for its ability to carry so many different so many different titles and different, you know, different types. And, and I think that's, that's always good to have, but I'm, I'm here. I am just kind of rambling, but um, always, always great to, to just be able to have that to look forward to in, in whatever you buy. And I, I don't know. I, anybody else want to any throw some ideas in there? I'm kind of going well, on here. <laughs> tangent. On well, tangent. Derek, I don't want to correct you, but uh, God of War is an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, God of War. Not, not God. Not God of War. Um, God of Gears War. Of War. Gears of War. No, I, 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 I said. Didn't <laughs> he I say said God, God of War? War? Yeah, yeah. I said God of War is a PlayStation exclusive, didn't I? Yes, he did. Yeah, I thought you said Gears of War. No, no, no. God of War. Yeah, God of War. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. Jesus, <laughs> torpedo. It's our our so, brains uh, are a little little on a short fuse tonight. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, um, I gotta say one one of the big things that uh, there's been like a lot of super awesome old titles that I grew up on, like fun story. Um, <laughs> when my uh, like, it was probably the day before I was actually born. My mother was playing on the Nintendo Entertainment System that I still currently own. She was playing uh, Super Mario Brothers three. Um, and I still have that console, and I still have that game, and I still love playing the old retro games that I grew up with, even going into the future eras like the Super Nintendo. I have a whole bunch of games that I love from that. Um, big game that I love from there was Mega Man X, and just moving straight through all these super awesome classic titles. And as a shameless plug for some amazing, amazing people that decided to hook you all up with a awesome promo code we have retro game treasure we're going to or they were kind enough to give us a persistent promotional code to give every single person that watches this podcast two dollars off the first month of their subscription so they are super awesome guys i have been going through using them for a good number of years racked up so many awesome collectibles and they're so good, especially if you want to get those retro classics. And you can get that just by going to retro game, excuse me, retrogametreasure.com 
And when you go to sign up, you just use the promo code GAMEON2. So it's all caps, G-A-M-E-O-N, the number 2. And that's going to get you $2 off your first, first month's subscription. So uh, I think with that, we're going to move forward and start talking more about the Switch. Because the Switch, even uh, even in its New Age era allows you to play a lot of awesome retro titles that you can get get through the through the store and i think the do they have the sega genesis collection on the switch oh yeah they they have a few different things like that they they have uh, all kinds of different <clears throat> collections uh for of of old series like that um I I've only kind of glanced over them, but yeah, they they have Sega classics. They've got of of course you know tons of Nintendo classics. Um, you know there's there's really you know you keep, there's not a lot that comes to mind that isn't on the Switch. I mean there's there's a few titles that I have played in the past Nintendo related like um, Yoshi's Island. I would love to see oh that God. come to Switch. Um, or you know, there's they just released not too long ago, um, like the Super Mario, like Super Mario sixty four, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. They pe- people have said that you know the camera, um, they they could have fixed the camera up a little bit with it, but I mean, it's it's they pretty much just did a straight port uh, with it over to the Switch. But um, the I'm, I'm trying to think of a couple different things here. I, I don't want to go too far off, but um, <laughs> I, I, I tend to do that. But um, the, that's what this is for, man. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just, uh, <laughs> but I mean the, um, where, where am I going here? Oh, the, um, yeah, there, there's just a lot of, there's, there's kind of something for everybody. And I, you know, I'm, I really do think that um, as far as a handheld goes, it, it's it's definitely one of my top three. I would have to say there's um, it's just so it's it's easy to use and it's really I mean I mean not that they're hard to use. There's not, there's not a hard kind of, you know handheld to use. I I'm mean, sorry, have you ever heard of the PS Vita? Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but or the uh, PSP Go. That well, you know. Um, as much as I love both of those consoles, yeah, I um, it's I, <laughs> uh, I could I could go on and on, but yeah, I um, the um, yeah, I, I think when it comes to Switch, they're really, I I I'm a big advocate for it, and there's it, like every time I turn it on, I know I'm gonna have a great time. I've never been bored with it. Like it's it's not something that. Like on honestly, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys here. If we're talking about like great Nintendo systems, I'm gonna talk about you know something that I qu- quite honestly, you know, maybe wasn't the biggest fan of. But like when it comes to like DS, I I'm not gonna say that I wasn't like that you know not into it or anything. I just I. Mean- I I don't know. There, maybe, maybe some of the titles, like in, like I, I feel like a lot of the titles that were on DS, I just, I don't know the the playability. So, so the best titles yeah. that came from the DS era, and fight me if you will, the best titles that came from the DS era was probably the Ace Attorney games, and mm-hmm. the, I man, I'm even hard pressed to say the Pokemon era because the Pokemon games of that era kind of sucked. 
Well, but I mean, I wanted to, I mean, just to, just to kind of wrap up what I was saying there oh, too. Yeah, the, well, no, that's okay. I, I, I was just going to say, I, I'm, I'm just not that crazy about using the stylus for a game. I'm not yeah. that crazy about it. I, I just haven't, I like to just use the, you know, use the controls, but then when you have to, you have to start drawing, like, well, I don't want to have to draw to play my game. Like, I just yeah. want to be, <laughs> I don't I know. It. I mean, eh, I'm. I'm 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 being a naysayer here. I'm not saying that it, it you know they came out with a lot of different versions of the DS. I think that it's a super uh I think that it's just it's a great system to have in your pocket. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know I think it's it is also pretty well balanced as far as the different types of games for it, but I just when it comes to when it comes to having to use the stylus to me, I feel like that's just like it's creative, but to me, it feels like work, and I, I, I want to be able to relax. Like, I don't want to have to sit there and twiddle with a stick. Like, I, yeah. I'm, no, I, I'm I going on, but to. again, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that's one thing. I'm glad uh, that they did away with the stylus on the uh, with the Switch. That's been very much well well appreciated. Oh, um, yes, I will agree. Yeah, go ahead. Chuck. So, I, I've been, like Derek said before, I'm back and forth on buying a Switch. Um, I've kind of compiled a list of games. Of course, you got to go with the Marios. Mm-hmm. You know, there's way too many to count. Oh, yeah. All the parties, the melees, Mario Karts. Now you've got Mario 64 and Sunshine and Odyssey. It's, it's Super and... Smash Bros. You can't forget Smash. Come on. Oh, I, yeah. said, I said melee, but yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm back to the the GameCube. That's my that's my jam on GameCube. Yeah, um, Sephiroth and Smash Bros is stupid good, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> he's too good. I showed Brandon I showed Brandon the full potential of Sephiroth last night. Well, just I all I, mean, I shouldn't say full potential. I showed him just a taste. The very first the very first fight that I loaded up with Sephiroth, I had a fully charged B attack, and it just instantly <laughs> instantly sent the enemy out out of bounds. It was great. But, no, I, th- I think the best part about uh, you showing me. Uh, that last night is that basically um, he was like, hey, check out this really hard fucking boss level that I've been stuck on and I can't fucking do it. He hands me the controller and says, you're going to die in like two seconds and then I fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> he just is like, what? It just flips the fuck out. Wow. It was pretty awesome. It was great. So. Help me out. This is the the list of uh, games that I've been kind of compiling, and I, I kind of there's a couple that I want to touch point on on why I want them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are RPGs, mm. and it seems like the Switch is really bringing the RPG back. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. For example, um, I mean they have Final Fantasy X and X two. Final Fantasy X is oh, one yeah. of the greatest Final Fantasy games, in my opinion. Besides seven and eight of I, all time, I have I, all th- I have all three of those on my Switch. Unpopular opinion. I as much as I love ten, I get bored with it. With ten? Yeah, like at the very start of ten. At the very start of ten, it's so slow. <laughs> yeah, well, well, once you get past the start, it, I mean, it really picks up. It's like any new TV series when you first start watching it. You're like, is this going to pick up? Have you watched yeah, three Spartacus or four episodes? Sand or Black Sails? Yes. Black Sails, great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beyond those, any any normal TV series, Breaking Bad, for example, 
I had to get three episodes in before I was like, okay, this this has a lot yeah, of potential. That's fair. Well, I was the same way with Walking Dead. Breaking Bad, yeah. believe it or not, the first season of that show did actually get kind of poor reviews. Um, but then toward the end, it was one of the most viewed television series of all time. God, it's man. yeah, it's an incredible show. But anyway, um, there was since you were mentioning um, uh, fi- Final Fantasy X, um, just uh, being kind of slow or whatever. I. I mean, I never thought that I would see um, FF10 come to Nintendo and be on a handheld. I never thought I'd oh, see yeah. that. Uh, that, I'm, that. I'm 100% in agreement with that. I, that. That blows my mind that they they were able to work out a deal for that. Yeah. Right. I um I was like I I mean every time I go back to it though I'm like I I can't believe I have this in my hands right now like I'm like I loved playing it at you know at Brandon's old house like I looked forward to just going over there you know we we'd play it all night and it was just great but then it's like to be able to just see it in my hand like I I'm still wowed by that like it's incredible but um the um yeah I I mean I I, I kind of get where Brandon's coming from in 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 you know, the fact that it is a tad bit on like the, the slow side, because it does open with a lot of cutscenes. It has, um, you know, getting all your, like getting to kind of get, kind of getting things going in that game. It's, I, I do. I, eh, I mean, I, I don't even, I guess I don't know where I stand on it. Cause I, I do really have great memories with that game. So it's like, I, I guess I just am biased and I don't want to downplay it, but like I, um, and I love how colorful that game is. I love how um, I, you know, I, I really do like that. It's um, oh, what was I going to say? It's it's always just been um, kind of a namesake in RPGs but for there, me. But do you, do you know what you forgot? What what did I forget? I'm Captain Bash. Captain Bosh. That's FF12 <laughs> from Dumb. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. another couple of of uh, um, RPGs that. I've noticed are on um, Octopath's Traveler. Uh, yeah, I've I actually haven't played that one. I watched the Donkey review for it, and he he was I think he kind of was on the fence about it. But um, I the game is beautiful. It yeah, is it looks absolutely gorgeous. It looks yeah, I agree. It does look like a very well animated game. Um, I kind of don't know why I uh, why I don't have it on my Switch. Um. I should get that. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would. I haven't. I haven't really sat down and had the like the time to really sink my teeth into a good RPG. But um, the um, yeah, that that's that though. I mean, if if you're getting a Switch, I mean, that definitely is some a good you know a title to consider. I would think. Um, but the I'm trying to think since since we are talking about RPGs, I'm just actually going. I keep on going back and forth to my Switch here. Um, let me. Kind of see what else I've got because another good game that uh that I want um, while you're looking at your list there, um, it's kind of a, an underplayed game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pikmin. Oh, Pikmin! Pikmin yeah, 3. I, yeah, Pikmin I, Three is I, on Switch. I never got into Pikmin. Yeah, I um the yeah i know they got it start on gamecube or whatever. I um I never gave it the time of day or anything. I just I've yeah, I because I never I actually didn't grow up with a GameCube in in my house. I never had one. Um, the um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, because there's there's a lot of titles I missed out on as as a result of that. But um, 
Like, I, I loved watching Brandon play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, and I've got that on my Xbox now, of all things. Um, very strange there. Um, I know we're talking about Switch, but I know it's we're kind of blown away by the fact that so many, like, titles you wouldn't expect to see on other consoles are there, you know? And it's like, um, but kind of another, you know, since, since we're still on the RPG train here, um, a really unique game is it's called owl boy on switch. That's a really good one too. It's like, I, I don't really, um, I, I haven't beaten it yet and I've, I've had it for a long time now, but, um, the, it, you play as well, an owl boy and you, um, what? he, he, he kind of carries this little guy around with him that has this little gun and you, you, he, he's trying to like this owl is trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove his worth as a good owl to his people sort of. And I mean, that's, you know, it's based on, I mean, what, what I've played so far, it has been really good, but, um, another, um, great, uh, remaster, I, I suppose you could call it, was Zelda, um, or well, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. That was a really good, um, really good remaster, or whatever you want to call it. Um, that is so. Breath of the Wild and Link's Awakening, the remaster, are really good. Um, but yeah, oh. uh, on my list, I have the Hyrule Warriors. You, oh, you have Hyrule Warriors. That's that's a good game. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be um, on got, my list. If you got Hyrule Warriors, you should definitely check out Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity? Okay. It's the exact same style of... Um, it's the exact same style as, as Hyrule Warriors, but it's the, uh, the events that take place up until where uh, Link... Well, it's, it's just before the 100 years sleep that Link takes. Okay, uh, before okay. Before the events of Breath of the Wild. And oh, okay, play. that makes sense. Yeah, like I don't know where Hyrule Warriors falls into it, but I do know uh, the Breath of the Wild Two is going to be a prequel to um, the first Breath of the Wild, and then Age of Calamity more or less takes place either immediately after the events of Breath of the Wild Two or um, somewhere in that neighborhood. But it basically right. goes Breath of the Wild Two, and then is either Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, and then Breath of the Wild, the first one. But anyway, it's yeah. Um, the, there's a another thing. My co-host told me that I need to lower my voice, so I'm sorry <laughs> to everyone who I was screaming at here. Um, I, I get carried away. Um, another really good. Um, actually, I'm I I have to once again go back oh to God. this here. Um. I knew we were just talking about Zelda there, but I'm, I'm kind of switching gears again here. Um, Cody, do you, since, since you like kind of fun, obscure RPG type games, Brandon and Katie would agree with me when I say this too. Um, Undertale is on switch and Dude. it's on, yeah, it's on PC. So that's Undertale is, is just, Dude, it's just mindless me, fun. It's great. Let me tell you about the backstory of Undertale. Do y'all know the backstory to Undertale? I don't. I don't even so. know what an Undertale is. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so um, y'all might know this. I mean, you got that. Shoot, I don't even know who. Uh, does anybody here not know anything about Homestuck? Wait, before before you go into that, um, Cody, I because I know you're really big into Steam too. It it um, Undertale is on Steam also. It's not just on Switch. But okay. yeah, you see, and it's it's a pretty it's pretty it's oh, like, yeah. I think maybe it, it's, it's like, a it's a great game. It's like ten or fifteen bucks. It's not too bad. You should check it out. It's really good. But but you were taking you're talking about Homestuck. Go yeah, ahead. Homestuck. Does anyone not know what Homestuck is? Uh, I do not know what Homestuck is. I okay. I know of it. I haven't 
like dove or you know dived in, <laughs> dived and in, dove into whatever. Okay, so the developer of Undertale, his name is Toby Fox. He started off doing audio for a free web series called Homestuck, which was absolutely fucking huge back in the uh, I would say mid two thousands. Uh, it's still up. It's still running. It's actually a really cool, um, like it's it's a really cool free web cartoon. Uh, it's a guy, the guy that made Homestuck. His name is Andrew Hussey. He put so much time and effort into it, and he had a lot of really good um, musical directors and stuff like that. And Toby Fox is one of them. So Toby Fox in the song Megalovania, the 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 banger that's in Undertale, actually debuted on Homestuck. And so basically, with the money that Toby Fox made uh, helping Andrew Hussey on Homestuck, he decided to make his own game. And now we have Undertale. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll have to check it out. Yes. Um, another game that I have on my list, there's a couple. Um, Ancestors Legacy, um, Titan Quest both rpgs um classic burnout paradise oh yeah i loved burnout yeah that was fun tons of fun burnout paradise is on switch and i just found that out oh yeah it um, is, yeah and then i want to look at hell wanderers and close to the sun oh yeah Th those are all really good um you know but cody because because you know, since you don't have a switch yet, the just kind of looking at it as kind of stepping back to look at it from a from a consumer standpoint, um, you know, you were talking about the Switch Lite, which is a sort of uh, more compressed version of of the. Let's not talk about the Switch Lite. The Switch Lite is fucking garbage. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Well, fuck the Switch Lite. <laughs> it is not good for anybody. We, can, we one no. of my my co-hosts does not like no. the Switch Lite. If you can tell, um, <laughs> the I I I'm I, Worst I, I will battery, say that I agree. Lower <laughs> resolution. It still has the Joy-Con drift issue, which is still yet to be fixed because the Joy-Con remotes are not hardwired to the to the Switch. They are fucking bluetooth to the switch even though you can't remove the damn joy cons no fuck the switch light and you can't dock it <laughs> and you yeah. can't dock it the only thing that that little port is good for is charging and it isn't even rated at fast charging fuck everything about the switch light yes but <laughs> <laughs> to, to be the voice of reason here uh there is no voice of reason. <laughs> only voices of treason when you speak voice of treason yeah, yeah. you speak of the uh switch light yeah, but like, because I mean, you know, the 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 regular switch is still standing at a three hundred dollar price tag. Um, that's which... because, um, and it's and this is confirmed. That's because uh, Nintendo refuses to reduce the price of anything that they owe, and you can see that um, through everything that they've ever sold. Like their games may go on sale. But when they're not on sale, they are still marketed at the MSRP, the release cost. Right. Um, but the what was I going to say for for this for the Switch itself though? Uh, um, the the as far as like the price goes, three three hundred. I, I with how long it's been out, and and, and 
right now they they've been they've actually been kind of selling out uh, since quarantine started. Well, that's because um, no one can afford the PS5. <laughs> yeah, um, but the um, since they've been they have been selling out and everything. But I I would like to see the regular model um, switch come down. Uh, come down in price, of course. I yes. mean, anyone, anyone, anyone would. Yes. But with how long oh it's God, been out please. now, yeah. I mean, with how long it's been, it's been out since 2017. I, I would like to see the price come down for it. But has um, it been 2017? Oh yeah, it came out in March 2017. Holy yep. hell! Yeah, March 2017. Um, but the uh, I I would like to see that uh, happen. But the um, uh, another because I mean they they with you know since we're talking about fu- the future of Switch two, they they are essentially they they're going to be making something new they they don't have anything you know put out at like E3 or anything like that yet um but they are there there are some things in the works as far as a, a newer model and more improved uh, specifications that kind of thing um but i i think for for where we are now in 2021 i i i think that we should see us, you know, the the switch a, a bit more a, a, from a consumer standpoint, a bit more of a of a reasonable uh, thing to acquire. Uh, but um, rambling again here, folks. Uh, <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, me. you know, this since, is this is the place to ramble. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I mean, it, it really is. I, I there's been plenty of times that I'm just cuddled up in bed with my with my missus and and we you know she's just kind of watching TV and I can just lay there and just kind of get lost and switch and it's I I mean sometimes that's really all it all it takes to just have a good time but um the uh what's another thing I was gonna say about it um oh shoot um let's let's talk about the future of the switch where do y'all see the so when Obviously, because if you um, they they're gonna end up making a new console soon because that's how they've always done. The GameCube lasted during the PS2 and then up through towards the end of the uh, the uh, PS3 era. I'm just using Sony because that's the easiest comparison I have. And then they came out with the Wii, and then the Wii carried them up through most of the PS3 era, and then they came out with the Wii U around that same time frame. Uh, and then they had the the PS4, now the PS5, and now we have the Switch. So, just looking at all the the drastic changes that they've made, like with the Wii U, they the I I see the Switch more or less as a culmination, a combination rather of a, the Wii and the Wii U, uh, because you have the motion controls that made the Wii popular, and then you have the uh, the screen and the way to cast everything to a bigger screen like you had with the the Wii U. So where do you all see um, Nintendo taking their next console? Well, so uh, oh, sorry, Cody. Go well, ahead. I was gonna say I'll, I'll step in first. Um, things that I'm I'm looking for um, from Nintendo uh, obviously is gonna be 4K support. Yes, um, a four 4K 60 frames per second. That's Going to be minimum 4K 144 would be great. Um, I'm also looking to see about a possible dual screen setup or dual screen support where you can buy an aftermarket screen. Um, yeah. Things like uh, DLSS, which is an NVIDIA technology. I think that would be great. 
It's going to yeah. make the games more clear. Um, I mean, it, it's just going to be an amazing technology to be able to bring to the Switch. I to be hundred yeah. percent honest. And and just to, I I I want to kind of step back at, at another another thing that I was talking about earlier. Um, I I I don't hate the DS games. I don't hate the DS itself. I'm just not a fan of stylus play. I don't know. I just wanted to go back to kind of clarify that. Anyway, I'm just not a fan of stylus. Anyhow. Um, but I mean, I, as much as, as creative as it is, I, I think that it's nice. I think I like seeing people have fun with that. I just, the switch is more my style I, anyhow. Um, yeah, but I, I think I, I agree. Like having like that, like the 4k support and all that, um, with the with the switch i i mean i can't picture what the next switch would look like um i i think everyone likes to have a rough sketch in their mind um of what the next console is going to look like but i really can't even imagine uh it, just it'll yeah, be a the, potato you stab it into uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's going to be a potato where basically you um you take an old crt tv with the uh with the uh, the coat hanger antenna you take a potato and you just jam it onto that, and then it it's gonna broadcast 8K resolution footage directly into your brain. Yes. <laughs> I've seen a, uh, a picture I just shared with you, you guys. Um, those of you that are listening obviously can't see it, but I'll kind of explain it. Um, it is a switch. Um, it has a fold open screen, meaning that. It has speakers that are on the sides that would be covering your Joy-Con when it's closed. And it's got a hinge, so when you're playing, it opens up, and there's two screens. One screen would be for your game. Another screen would be for something like the Nintendo Store. Or um, 3D support. Um, It also looks like it has a camera on it. So there is a possibility of getting the 3DS games ported to the Switch. That'd be interesting. Would be amazing. Yeah, I um the as far as as far as the oh I'm I'm my train of thought is off the rails here. Uh, <laughs> the what was I going to say for, as far as. Oh, that, that's kind of what I was going to say. Um, have I, I'm going, I'm going, I'm swinging way out of way into left field here. Swing for have, the trees, Jimmy swing for the trees. Oh yes. <laughs> have, have either of you had a, had a negative experience? Like did, did anything like, have you ever had like a, like a console stolen from you or have oh, you like, have. like, well, or, or I should say like, have you gone to school and somebody like, you know, maybe took your game boy. I, I mean, have you ever just had like, I mean, I know Cody, you mentioned, you know, something before that, like, you know, you had a console that was broken, uh, but I, I mean, have you like, what's it? Let, let me, let me just kind of sum this up here. What's a, just what's something bad that has happened to you around gaming? I mean, cause gaming is great, but, but of course there's sometimes bad things that happen around gaming. What's something bad that has happened around <laughs> gaming for you guys? Oh my God. I'll, I'll, I'll lead into this one. <clears throat> um, well, I'm going to start on a different tangent because this just got my brain rolling and it's, already making me fume um (laughs) let's see i graduated in 2006 this would have been 2000 maybe 99 around the time that the pokemon card game came out 
Okay. I was opening Pokemon cards very heavily, and I had a pack on me in school, and I opened it, and it had a first edition Charizard foil in it. Bruh. That got stolen out of my locker. It got stolen out of your locker. Oh, God. It got stolen out of my locker, and I know exactly who did it. Did you beat his ass? Um, no. So the reason I didn't was because him and, like, eight of his cousins all went to the same school that I did. Fuck. And I was the only one. Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't very popular in school. I kept to myself. I was a gamer. Everybody I'm, else was I'm pretty potheads. sure you're with good company in that regard. So <laughs> Yeah, everybody else was potheads and jocks. And I'm just the, the gamer. Like, cool. You guys can go fuck off. I'm, I'm going to play video <laughs> games. Yes. Um, another... You're talking about consoles being stolen. So me and my wife, we were moving uh, from a big city to a small town. I lost my job, didn't have any money, got a storage unit, put everything in it, and we moved. Had a friend help us move from the apartment to a storage unit, and I tasked him with making sure the lock was locked. Oh, no. He He did not lock the lock. He stole my Xbox 360 and my PS3. First, first gen backwards compatible PS3 with a one terabyte hard drive in it. That's fucked. I'm also gonna say that is fucked. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um. I called him out on it. He said I was a bitch. I told him I would beat his ass, and I've never talked to him since. Pretty sure he's overdosed and is no longer with us. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, let's definitely leave it at that. Fucked. Okay. Well. <laughs> I, I wanted to take a, a a turn to the dark side there, folks. Uh, we can we can bring it back a little if we need to, but that was a pretty uh, you know pretty um, shady rabbit hole. Um, but yeah. The um, what was I going to say? Um, I think the scariest instance that I ever had. I was playing. Um, we were playing PS th- PS two. Uh, I was in the the. I think I told this story on a, on an earlier podcast too. I was in the basement of my of a good friend of mine, and his mom came home just drunk as a freaking skunk, and was pissed that we were playing Grand Theft Auto Three. And it was my copy of Grand Theft Auto Three that I begged and pleaded my mother to let me buy. And his mother came by and and put a fucking high heel right through the PS2. And just destroyed my game, and I was so pissed off. And of course, she wasn't going to pay for it, so I went back to my parents, and I saved up my money. I went and I mowed lawns. I did everything to earn all the money back to get that game, and I did get the game again. And then I went on, and I went to um, I went up to Michigan to visit with some with my cousins and stuff, and. They asked me, "Hey, hey, can can we borrow GTA Three? I know you you have a copy." I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Here you go. Just please be really careful about it. This is the second one that I've had to buy." And they said, "Yeah, sure. We'll be careful with it." And then I come back like a week later, and um, they had left the game. Like they I they didn't even have the case for it anymore. And I found the game. It was sitting like <laughs> shiny side down. On their tile kitchen floor, unplayable. So oh. I've I've had to buy GTA three, three times. Ugh. Yeah, I so that's fucked. Yeah, I. I <laughs> Can I get a that's fucked? That's <laughs> fucked. That that's gonna have to be a signature now. <laughs> that's fucked. 
<laughs> no, but um, we're gonna have so, a that's fucked button when so, we start doing Twitch streams. Yeah, I I had um, I had a uh, like a PS2 um, uh, and I, Brandon, you didn't know this person at the time. Um, I had a PS2 type of uh, I don't remember. Um, I think it was just an all around Game Shark type of thing. Um, and for for the viewers who aren't really familiar with Game Shark, it was a uh, it was a cheat. It was a it was cheating disc. before yeah. credit cards. It, yeah, it, it was a cheats disc um, that you could input different codes into that would then be ported into a game, so you would have the cheats in the game using that disc as a middleman, essentially. So, oh, I um, can talk so much more about that. Yeah, I, I I had I had like a really good Game Shark, which uh, and I mean at the time, you know, when when you're in, you know, it's like you're still young, and you know, of course, money is like you know, twenty bucks feels like a million bucks to you. And you know, having um, having something like a Game Shark, you know, it, it felt good to have it, have it felt good to have any game because back then, honestly, games felt you know they your parents had to get them for you, and you know when they're just working their nine to five, you know, trying to keep the roof over your head kind of deal. Games are not always going to be something you find, you know, in your hands. And so this game shark that my parents, yeah, this game game shark that my parents worked really hard for, um, and actually Brandon just put one in my hands. Um, the, and I'm sitting here looking at it, but, um, I, I, this game shark that I had though, I lent it to somebody and I mean, I'm sure everybody has had this happen to them, but I just, lent, I, well, yeah, I lent it to somebody and when uh, about a week or so goes by and I'm, and I'm kind of asking for it back and the, um, the dude, the, the dude at the time was just like, well, I don't even want to call him a dude. He was just a fuck nut. Um, he, he just, he just straight up just goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, dude, like I, I lunch you uh, again. I called him dude. He's a fuck nut. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, so fuck nut just sa- says like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I, I, I lent you a game shark. You, you, you have my game shark. I would just like it back, please. And he's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, 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 I'm baffled by how, how awful you're being right now. Like you can just give me my game shark back and everything will be fine. And he's like, I, I don't know. Uh, 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 and then like he, and then I didn't hear from him after that. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I, it, 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 I don't know. Yeah. It just, that's I, fucked. Yeah. It, it was, it was like, you, you have never seen something like imagine just putting something in someone's hands, like in someone's hand and they look at you and just say, it's mine now. Like that was what it felt like. I, I, it, it it boggles my mind, but I mean, it's like, it, you know, I, I just think about how hard my parents worked to get me that. And then this dude just, just, it, it just it vanished like that. And I'm just, I don't know. It, it's one of those memories that just kind of, kind of does not sit. <laughs> but, God, that sounds, fuck me. I hope oh, those cheats, oh. fuck, I hope those cheats got him banned from every <laughs> gaming platform across the world. <laughs> so let, let's try this. You guys are talking about the Game Shark. What about the Game Genie? Oh, dude, I've been trying to get my hands on an, or an NES Game Genie for a minute. They had one at this uh, little, little store down in Kettering, Ohio called Game Swap, and they had one, and I didn't have the money for it, and I'm just like, fuck, and it was like $75, and I just, oh my god, I wish I would have bought it. <laughs> you can buy them on eBay for like 12 bucks. The original, like proper Game Genie? Yeah, I'm looking at one right now. It's ten dollars. It probably doesn't work. 
Um, let's see, description. All items are tested and working. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well. Let, let me let me put the asterisk on that for you here. All all items are working and operational until we give them to you. <laughs> then then they're broken magically. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Wow. Oh, that's fucking bid wars. Give me a listing that's got it for uh, buy it now. Good stuff. But um, um, oh my god! Oh, dude, game informer. Game Informer, remember when they had special Game Informer cheat codes for use in the with back. The Game Sharks at the back of the books? God, I just remember that. Yes, I, I, I actually still have a Blockbuster Game Shark book. Who had that? Um, I still have a cutout from one of the old Game Informers that had Matrix codes in it from the Matrix game. God, that was a that was a trippy game. Yeah. So you guys were we're talking about game for or a game shark and game genie. Do you remember going to the store and buying game shark books that had cheat codes in them, or buying a cheat code book that had things like Grand Theft Auto cheats in it? Yeah, Do you remember I, those? Oh yeah, I I remember. Um, you know. I actually got a lot of my my game cheat books from Blockbuster. I mean, back back in the day, Blockbuster was the place to be on Friday night. It was, I mean, anybody would yes. would agree with that. But um, I was going to say too, like, and I know this is supposed to be Nintendo themed, but I, I PlayStation Two, I like, and I, I'm going to go, I'm going to um, kind of segue Brandon into this as well. Like, I, I Tekken Four was like my first game that I rented from blockbuster for ps2 had tons of fun with that um the i i i i always feel i always feel the need to mention that it just it's just a great game all around but um brandon he has the dear god i hope the i hope blockbuster doesn't have a secret police that's going to come for him because he 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 made out with or made out made off with so many of their titles that they never came looking for like he had i remember at one point brandon had shinobi and like he had like he had had like four copies of shinobi from yeah galarians yeah he he has so many blockbuster titles that are my my first blu-ray film i stole from from Blockbuster was the movie taken by with uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Good stuff, though. Yeah, I mean, they like it, it. Got to a point like where Blockbuster just like after they started going out of business, they just didn't even bother coming back for their games or anything. They just that was kind of liquidated it. everything. There was yeah. no point. Yeah, there is still one uh, Blockbuster store that's still up and running. Oh, I yeah, think so there's actually two of them now. No, there's one in Oregon and there's one in Alaska. Fuck yes. Uh, yeah, I thought there was only one in Oregon still, but yeah, maybe there is one in Alaska. But anyhow, um, we are kind of we're kind of running out of time, I think. But um, it's been fun, and I, I you know I, I'm I, I'm really enjoying all this, and I think that we um, we I think I think that time. we're you know we're gonna come up <laughs> with some really great some really great things you know to go over here. I, I'm I. I'm looking forward to going, you know, kind of going over some more things with you, you guys. You think we're going to stop? We are not going to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time you will ever hear Derek stop talking. <laughs> uh, you know, tonight, I, I you know what? I'm going to give you that one. Tonight has just been a ramble fest. It really has. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I go and go and go, and I just... 
I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry if I didn't give you guys a chance to really go over th- How things. Did, well, there are, there yeah, are things I've, that we, we haven't talked about when it comes to all things Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. We haven't talked about the SNES, the N64. We haven't oh, talked about the Game Boy, Game Boy the Color. N64. The Nintendo 64. Possibly one of the greatest consoles ever made. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree there. Yeah, and the one you, console that you can throw off the top of a building yeah, and plug no. it in and it still works. <laughs> that, that ain't no joke. Hang on. <laughs> yes. So what Brandon is doing right now is he has a Nintendo 64 that looks like it's been run over by a truck. The front of it is oh. all cracked and broken. <laughs> I just pulled the is- front face off of it. Like... <laughs> If, uh, if for those of you that follow me on Twitter, I'm about to post a picture of my PS or my N64 <laughs> running the game right now. Not just any game. He's got Mystical Ninja starring Goemon in yes. there. The Japanese version. He has got that in the N64. That trashed N64 right right in there, and it's just running. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Um, where's my? Mystical Ninja starring Goemon is one of the most nonsensical but most amazing N64 games. Oh my gosh. You will be slipped away into paradise when you put that game in. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on top of an Xbox 360. Yes. An original Xbox 360. Fuck yes, it is. That's a Gen 1 JTAG classic, baby. Bro, I had I had a JTAG that we ran through Modern Warfare 2 that I got so much like free money on. We were charging people 20 bucks to get their accounts to 10 prestige. They'd just give us the uh the Microsoft uh Xbox Live codes. We'd verify they were good, we'd take the money and we'd get them to 10 prestige and then go on about their day. Well, there you go. I probably got like $600 off of doing that back in the day. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. Anyway, um, so are you going to talk about the N64? God, I love the N64. I didn't get an N64 until pretty late in its life. And even then, my, um, like the first game that I remember getting absolutely hooked on back in that era was, at, for most people, Goldeneye. Oh, I, if you don't like Goldeneye, then get out of here. <laughs> that is, you don't like Goldeneye, then fuck you, yep. <laughs> Derek. Uh, he he's got the in- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He has this in sixty four running, no problem. It's, I mean, so many years later, and it's still just running like it like it would when you were a kid. It's it's yeah. wonderful. This poor N sixty four of mine. This is the first N sixty four that I ever owned. And it's been through so much. Like, um, there was a time when we were, we were gonna, so this happened to me twice. Uh, I love the, I love Nintendo. Um, the Super Nintendo, the, my favorite game on the Super Nintendo was Mega Man X. And we were going to be moving from, from the Super Nintendo onto the Nintendo six. No, I'm sorry. The Super Nintendo onto PlayStation. And my dad's reasoning here was because uh, Blockbuster, Accent Video, both of those uh, big 
uh, rental chains were telling us that they were moving further away from um, cartridge-based games and moving more to disc-based games. So they were saying that the better option would be just to skip a generation and just upgrade straight to the PlayStation 1, which we ended up doing. But I was so... I I was so sad because I mean the PS1 at the time was, was really expensive. It was like 250, 300 dollars or something of that sort. But in to do to get that console, my dad took the Super Nintendo and all of our games, traded it in to Blockbuster to get one of their uh or get to get a brand new um uh a brand new PlayStation 1 because they did that at the time. And I, I cried, y'all. <laughs> I was so upset because I was on a run through of Mega Man X that I didn't get to finish. And I got home from school, and my dad's just like, "It's like, hey, we got a PlayStation One, and we got, uh, we got these cool games for you." And it was Siphon Siphon Filter and The Fifth Element were the first two PlayStation games I ever played. But my dad's just like, hey, here we did this thing. And I was more upset at the fact that I didn't get to finish my playthrough of Mega Man X than anything. I must have seemed like the most spoiled fucking brat of a child. Like, looking back on it, it's, it's one of the cringiest things of my childhood that I wish never happened. Yeah. That's I, sad. <laughs> I, I remember um, there was a... Uh, store kind of down the street from and from our in our neighborhood called Accent Video, and um, yeah, Brandon's nodding his head. He that's a good good times we had there. But Accent Video had it, it had great N sixty four titles. That's that's where I discovered a lot of great Japanese titles and everything. Uh, but the uh, I'm trying to think of what else here. Yeah, Accent Video was a really great rental store. Like I mean. It was it was kind of like because during during video rental store times you know you had Blockbuster you had Hollywood Video you had and then Accent Video was kind of like our neighborhood video store family essentially video. yeah and you had yeah there's Family Video um, but which is I think now Family Videos are all going out of business now they recent recently announced but um but yeah with within sixty four I'm trying to think of like actual specific titles that really that I kind of grew up with because like Brandon mentioned Goldeneye I'm trying to think of like well I, I mentioned Mystical Ninja Star and Goemon I love that game um, <laughs> yeah I but, have you to thank for this game <laughs> oh yeah and then um trying to think of what else here um what what another good title was that I'm just I'm 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 sure that I'm completely skipping over some really great titles here that I'm, that I'm, that, that I'm just drawing blanks here all of a sudden, but Super Mario 64, Mario Kart, Ocarina of Time, Jet Set Donkey Kong 64, Majora's Mask, Perfect Dark, Banjo-Kazooie, Star oh, Fox 64, Paper Mario, uh, oh. Diddy Kong's oh. Racing, Donkey, oh. uh, Diddy Kong Racing, oh. Pokemon Stadium. So, what, oh my god, um, do you all remember when it had just the original jumper pack, it didn't come with the with the fucking uh, the red top expansion pack. Like remember, for the yep. first couple years of the Nintendo sixty four's life, that it was just a jumper pack. And you know what's really hilarious about the jumper pack? So the word jumper pack is not a nomen like is not a uh, just a, a keepsake name. It literally the jumper pack 
all it is is a jumper from uh, all the pins to connect themselves to each other to allow the console to run. Because if there is no connection on that port, then there will be no signal. The expansion port is a RAM upgrade to it that runs through that port, but the jumper pack was just the same as taking a fucking paperclip between those leads just to get the console to run. It's fucking nuts. I remember just playing the N64 originally with that jumper pack for years and years, and then uh, the first game that I or that was coming out that needed that expansion pack was oh shoot, what was it? It was Majora's Mask. Yeah, because I had gotten Perfect Dark, and Perfect Dark required the jumper or the expansion pack, and I couldn't play it, and it pissed me off. So I just had Perfect Dark sitting on the shelf forever, never played it. And then it was until one of my birthdays that my brother bought me Majora's Mask, and it came with the expansion pack, and I remember that so vividly. Like, uh, Derek, what about you? Like, let's say. What's a fond N64 memory that you've got? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's an, that's kind of what I was trying to think of. Like, when Cody was listing off all those games and everything, I really wanted to just think of one specific title that really struck a chord with me. I um, And I, I can't advocate for Mystical Ninja. Uh, I, yeah, I can't advocate for Mystical Ninja enough. I... I I just thought that that game was just completely wacky and so fun. I mean, I, I, I mean, to, to this day, I, I, I look back and I, I love because I, I was, you know, I was going, I think I, I was just walking around the mall with my mom, just having a great, you know, we were just having a great time that particular day, just got it at the mall. And I, I don't know. I, I had a very love hate relationship with malls, but they were a great place at the time to go for games because you had Funko Land. Um, Funko Land was always great. Um, Funko Land, and that's Fye. Yeah, that's that's actually uh, Funko Land was actually where I got it. Um, so that was uh, Funko Land had all the great Japanese titles at the time that I just loved. So um, yeah, I really, uh, really, really love it. But um, I, but I mean, try trying to think of another title um i'm trying to think of what else i even really played but um oh goodness and there i go i, I just drawing I just, blanks <laughs> i just handed derek the uh, controller to an n64 uh check the check the twitter page you'll see uh it's the, the n64 playing mystical night going on mystical oh. ninja yeah. mystical ninja yeah. why do i say mystical night mystical every night. time i don't know why but yeah and now you should be able to hear it too. But this is the all Japanese version. Um, I would like to learn Japanese, but right now I'm looking at mm, language I can't understand. Can you hear it, Terry? <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I just, I just love it all. Um, the specifically, though, speaking, uh, I'm trying to think of another great title like banjo kazooie had tons of fun with that um yeah the banjos dude banjo kazooie was one of those dark games that you didn't really expect to be dark until you started playing gruntilda <laughs> but no it's gruntil gruntilda gruntilda whatever yes because everyone called her grunty yeah but um the as far as far as like an actual 
um, I, I don't even know if I should try to think of of another great title in 64 title because I just keep drawing blanks but um for now though I because like well for for I what I can say about it though like Brandon had PlayStation and I had in 64 so I yeah and the so like he would come over to just like get his you know rocks off within 64 <laughs> and yeah like and you know it was it you know, he would always be like, ah, oh, this controller just always feels so weird having to switch <laughs> oh over to this. God. And it, it, it always does feel weird to have to go to a different controller whenever you're, you know, whenever you're getting into a new console or whatever. But, um, you know, he, when Brandon got his games and stuff, like Brandon would get GoldenEye and I, I didn't have GoldenEye for my N64, but I, I but, all, but no, all, all my, like all my friends did at the time. And, you know, like you did too. And it was like, I, I don't know why I never picked that one up, but, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, I, I honestly think, um, no longer drawing blanks, um, you know, Zelda Ocarina of Time. I mean, you, you can't sing enough praises on that game. I, I really loved it. And, uh, that's an understatement for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's goes without saying, but, um, yeah, the, um, there were uh like I had I had a game called Snowboard Kids and they made two of those. I'm not really even into sports games, but um I I really liked um Snowboard Kids. Like I I just had a lot of really kitsch Japanese titles. I, some of them some of them I can't even remember the names of. Uh, but I really I I whenever I would put a Japanese title in, I, I just knew I was gonna have fun, and I I knew ju- just based on the cover, you know, judging books by their covers you know, you just couldn't go wrong. And I always knew that entertainment awaited me with a good Japanese title. Um, but can't go wrong. They, they pioneered great games. There's just no doubt about it, but yeah, I, I'm really enthusiastic about, you know, some, some of, uh, some of the, some of what's, you know, coming out in the future here, but uh, yeah. Also, I mean, y'all I just realized I, I have myself muted. So if you could barely <laughs> hear me, that's that's why. I'm enthusiastic about N64 games because you know you got great games like Quake. The original Quake came out in '96. That game was amazing. Oh, Wait, yeah. was that originally um, on uh, Nintendo 64? It was. Holy shit! Huh. Um, classic arcade games like Cruising USA. True. Um, Turok. Turok was amazing. Turok 2. Uh, Doom 64. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Star Wars um, Racer. Oh yeah, that's Oh, the Pod Racer game. I played that. I, I remember walking I remember walking through a Sears of all places and they had one of those demo stations for it and I was like, "Wow, this game is pretty great." Um but the uh um yeah, I don't want to steal anybody's thunder and go on any more tangents there. So, yeah, somebody else go ahead. <laughs> just, uh, oh god. Pokémon Stadium. Pokémon oh. Stadium 2. Oh, oh shit, Pokémon Stadium. Yeah. Hey, you Pikachu. Dude, Pokémon Snap. Dude, okay, another aspect of Nintendo breaking the fucking mold and doing things that nobody else was doing. Hey, you Pikachu with the fucking microphone, right? 
Yeah, and definitely. then uh, Pokemon Stadium with the Game Pack add-on that lets you that let you play uh, Game Boy Pokemon games. Yep, and like they even um, had they <laughs> even had pseudo DRM on there that could tell if you were running. Uh, it it had to be a Pokemon based game. Like they had DRM that specifically searched for certain things to tell it this is a Pokemon game. Like that was kind of crazy. I mean. Nintendo's kind of gone off the deep end when it comes to DRM. I mean, you can look at them in the. Uh, <laughs> they've been they've been part of cancel culture since before uh, it became a thing with millennials. Fucking hell. Anyway, um, more more sixty four games. WWF No Mercy, one eh. of the greatest wrestling games of all time. I was never into wrestling at all. Um, Yoshi Story was a good one. Jet Yoshi's Force Gemini. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, we're looking at a copy of Jet Force Gemini. Right? Yeah, I, I <laughs> got a copy of it right now in front of me. Um, another great one was, uh, uh, what was it, Wave Race 64? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, Wave Race. I had that. That was fun. Um, so, Cody, did you ever hear of a game called Quest 64? Quest 64? Yeah. Well, let me look at the art of it. Because <laughs> I, I know a lot of games by art. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I do not know of Quest sixty four. All right, I I'm gonna put this on for. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna ruin Derek's time. <laughs> um, I gotta ask you, Cody, if you had to choose during the N sixty four era of Turok, first, second, or third Turok game. Uh, Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. Yeah. Did you ever Agreed. did you know that there's a way to play that game multiplayer on a stock console? Really? Yeah. So if you use the code Beware Oblivion is at hand, and then you go into a multiplayer session, if you bring up the cheat menu and then you change the level, you can go through every campaign level. Split screen. Huh. Right? I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some really hilarious times Derek and I would, would be playing, like, um, the brood mother boss. Like, some of the most hysterical audio that has ever been graced inside of a game. Uh, the brood mother, like, sounds will live on in infamy. Like, Derek and I were just playing Mario Party yesterday. It was me and my wife and my butt and Derek here. And we just start randomly just screeching like the brood mother from Torok 2 and my wife is just looking over at me like what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it's amazing how a guttural like a guttural <laughs> noise that makes no sense to anybody else like we we made that noise and we just instantly knew what we were talking about. It's it's amazing how that works with people's oh, yeah. memories. But um, and I have so many of those memories from the uh, N64 era. Like, I have a lot of those from PlayStation 2, but I have a lot more of them from Nintendo, I think. But, okay, I'm going to ask the question that I tend to ask every podcast. <laughs> if you are stuck on a desert island with an N64 console <laughs> and you have five games for the rest of your life, what five games do you have? Okay, I'll hit this one first. So my top five games, and help keep, help me keep count, 
Number one, top of the list, Majora's Mask has to be. Number two, GoldenEye. Number three, Perfect Dark. Number four, Torok. Oh, shit. Uh, How are you going to leave out Mystical Ninja Star and go in? That's good. Um, I, I, I should clarify. Number four, Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. Oh, uh, God. Number five is going to be the hardest, the hardest pick for me. I would have to say... Five would have to be the... Hmm. What would Damn. number five be for you? I was on a roll, too. I don't know. I'll you prob- already said Goldeneye? I did say Goldeneye. Okay. Uh, I'd probably just go with Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be my five. Derek? Derek? Uh, number one is obvious. Mystical and the Star and Goemon. Uh, <laughs> number two. Um, uh, I got to go. Honestly, um, I I really like... Um, like Snowboard Kids was just a you know, elegant game for me. I, I'll put that in there. Um, number three, Ocarina of Time. Uh, number four, uh, let's see here. Oh, there I go drawing those freaking blanks. Um, let me see here. Number four. Yeah, I, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> how do you draw a blank? Anyway, um, I'm derailing you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but number four. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, let's take a let's take a, a, a glance into the, within the mind. Um, it's too bad Mist uh, isn't one of uh, isn't an N64 game. I'd say Mist. Um, <laughs> um, but let's see. There, I'm, there was some some other great Japanese titles who, whose names I can't even remember now um, that I would put for the last two. But um, I'm gonna have to go with. Um, Oh, you know, I I would even I would even put Diddy Kong Racing as number four, honestly, because I oh, God, I, I I used to go over to my cousin's house and we would just play that for all the time, and then we go swimming. It was great. Um, yeah, Diddy Kong Racing was super fun, and then number five, um, number five, I'm gonna go with. Honestly, I think the number number five spot and trophy here goes to. I'm gonna have to hand it over to Super Mario 64. I mean, you. Oh, yeah, you. I need to change one of mine. <laughs> and you're already on the island. <laughs> Fuck. I'll take those. Those five games. I'll take any day. Those. Those are wonderful. Okay. Here are my five, and I may catch a little bit of flack for them. Um. I think this was an N64 game. First off, let me double check because I remember having it on one console. I don't remember if it was PlayStation or 64. No, I had it on 64. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing. Dude. Oh, man. Suck a dick. That game was awesome. It, look, it was. So, I mean, I and I know this isn't even about games here now, but with um, I, I used to have so many Hot Wheels tracks in my room. I would I would take them from the ceiling and I would just have them going all over my room. I had this humongous like track going across the room. I had Hot Wheels going all over the place. They were flying up in the air. My dad would walk through the room and get hit with one in the eye. It was, <laughs> it was fantastic times. But um, it reminds me of that scene from uh, the Sandlot where the mom walks yeah, in. She gets, gets hit in the face by the baseball. Marble. Yeah, or the, yeah, mar- yeah, not the baseball, but the yeah, the marble from the little uh, Connects tracks or whatever that he had. That such a great movie. Love the Sandlot. 
Okay, so Good. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing is number one. Number two, I'm going to go with Harvest Moon 64. Okay. Wait, they had a Harvest Moon yeah. on 64? Yeah. Yes, Harvest Moon 64. Well, motherfucker. Number three, I'm going with the Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can't go wrong there. Number four, I'm going with Resident Evil 2. Okay. All right. Resident Evil, always right. good. Always good. And number five, I am going with Banjo Kazooie. and Chewie. No, no Tui. Tui. Banjo All Tui. Right. All right, unique. That's that's a that's an interesting yeah. choice. So fuck or, y'all. I'm um, changing I'm, my number five because it's it wasn't the game that Derek brought up. It was another game that was a huge part of my childhood. Super Smash Bros. has to be in my number five. I mean, you can't go wrong. That's I, I can't go with Banjo Tui. I have to go with Donkey Kong sixty four. I have more memories with Donkey Kong sixty four. Right. So okay. we we okay. can each change one of them. Derek, do you want to change any of the ones on your list? No, I, I like my list. That's a good list. Okay, so I changed my number five. I don't even remember what I said for my number five, but I changed my number five to Smash Bros. And Cody, you're changing your number five from Banjo-Tooie to DK64, yep? Yes. I think that's okay. a solid fucking list. Next question. That right there is 15. Oh, I, I, I want to elaborate, or I want to spend a, a moment on that. So that right there is 15 separate titles from three separate people. None of us had overlapping titles, and each of these titles is a solid fucking game in its own right. Yep. That's impressive. You don't get that with a lot of other eras. Oh, no, you go modern consoles, you get things like Madden, NBA 2K, and Call of Duty. Yeah, fuck Those are the the three games you're going to get from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, do you guys remember that the N64 came out in a rainbow of colors? Oh, oh yeah. yes, it did. Yep. They even had, like, favorite, a Pokemon model. Yeah, they had a bunch of different ones. Favorite color console. Oh, oh, oh my god. Hang on. I, I have a story on this one. My cousin had the uh, Hey You Pikachu model... Uh, N64. It was um, stolen by her father-in-law at the time. He sold it for drugs. Taking another dark turn here. I would be pissed. Yeah. Be cutting somebody's balls off over that. That thing is, like, worth some money. No shit. They... so presently, right now, I have the clear purple and the black controllers. I, um, per, you know, Cody was asking which, you know, what your favorite colors. They made, um, I'm, I'm looking at all of them now. They made a purple one. Well, I, I oh, I say, just sent you a full list of consoles. There's, there's consoles on there that I didn't even know. Like there is a Pokemon Stadium Battle Set console. There is a Orange Edition. Uh, Pikachu console. There's a blue Japanese Pikachu console. There's a blue American Pikachu console. There's I don't lava see a red. Those two. One is Japanese and one is American. It looks like the coloring is different. Like the uh, the American 
The American one is darker. Uh, I think the blue is a little bit darker. Um, there was the lava red. There's the uh, clear blue, huh. clear red watermelon. There's the great purple, which was kind of a, a, a smoke colored. There was fire orange, um, ice blue. There was a jungle green, the regular charcoal. There was a gold console. Um, gosh. I like the yeah, I like the kind of watery blue one. I think that one's pretty cool. But yeah. um, I ha- I just had the the um, I had the standard black. But um, yeah, like I, when you, since we're talking about like different the different colors, um, like I had the. Like I had the the turquoise color Game Boy Game Boy color for a long time. I had the see through purple um, Nintendo. Um, oh shoot, the um, uh, Game Boy Advance. I had uh, which Golden Sun is a great game for that. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I also had um, I had the red uh, Game Boy SP uh, Advance SP. I had the red one for that. I had um, I the. I, I know I was sh- I didn't mean to really shit talk DS, but I, I had the the very the very first DS that came out. You know, just the, the standard silver one. I I even I even did have um, a pink, uh, a, the light pink DS light. I had also, um, but the um, what else? Yeah, they 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 did have some n- n- when it comes to like different colors, color variations and things like that. Nintendo has always been the like the the you know rainbow the rainbow uh what do you want to call it? The holder of the rainbow for well, they, all the They have had the pick of the litter with color. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um I I remember so with me I had the gold 64. Wow. I had Oh yeah, I had the yellow controller, the gold controller, of course. I had the red controller and the clear lime green controller. Nice. Gotta have four of them. Yep. Nice. Um, I had the lime green. Well, I, first off, I had an original NES, an original SNES. I had um, an original Game Boy. I have the lime green. I still have it. Lime green Game Boy color. Nice. That came with Pokemon Crystal. Um, I have a purple uh, Game Boy SP, but used for ten bucks. Nice. Um, it didn't have a charger, that's why. And I bought a charger on Amazon for like five bucks. Yeah. Um, I at one point in time had the red Mario edition. Uh, Wii. Oh yeah, I did remember those. Those were like. Limited, like not limited. Oh, they were very limited. I mean, they were limited not just in the the quantity, but they were limited in the hardware specs as well. Like they were throttled down significantly. They were, for the most part, but I mean, they were cool because yeah. well, they were you had too. the uh, yeah, you had the red and blue Mario controller, and then you had the green and yellow. Was it green and yellow? Luigi controller. I think so. Um, but yeah, I had that. I was, that was a really cool little, and they were actually like limited edition. Um, yeah, that's all. Yeah. That's good stuff though. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's, that's really cool that you had that multitude of colors. Cause I mean, like for, for me, um, 
like when I was growing up, I I pretty much just had the base um like like when when it comes to the consoles, handhelds is where I had more of like the different colors and stuff, but like the actual consoles themselves, I just had the base uh for them, but I mean, I I always did kind of wish that PS2 and um you know, like different consoles. I wish that they would have kind of, they would have made like a different spin on that because it's like with PS2, you had like the giant brick PS2, but then they made the slim, but slim only had, you know, black and silver, you know? And it was like, that was it really. And then, um, you know, like with Xbox, you had just the white one and then you had the black elite one. Um, but you know, there wasn't, there just wasn't really a whole lot of variety. Like I made a slim in 64. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I I just, I would love to be able to see like, I mean, like I, I would love to be able to see like PS five. Like I would love to be able to see like a shelf with a bunch of different colored ones. And, you know, just, I think that would be fun, but I mean, I, I get it. Companies want to stay streamlined, but you know, Derek, they had uh, different colored PS twos. And Slims, they were European only, but they had them. Oh, there yeah. was a yellow, there was a blue, a red, a silver, a white. There was a pink. Um, there was God. I think there was a golden colored one. Uh, yeah, and th- th- I mean they did the same thing with PS3. Xbox 360. Xbox 360's big thing was the faceplates. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's, now that you do mention that, I guess 360 did have, oh, like, the, the interchangeable faceplates and stuff. I yeah, I, I, yeah, the cha- the I, they did, yeah, they really did have, I, I had a few of them myself, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. No, you got one, like, <laughs> the fucking Xbox that you kept opening and closing for Christmas time. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you <laughs> had... I did. Yeah, I was a sneaky one. I, I kept what I would do is I would I would I would find the little where the scotch tape was. I would make a little laceration, right? A, like a very carefully made, you know, medical la- laceration with a little knife, and I would just cut along the tape. And then How when it was time to when it was time open? to pack it back up, I would just I would put another piece of tape right over that piece. How of tape. many times did you open and oh, put that thing back? I, there Christmas. were probably like twenty seven different yeah. layers of tape over top of tape. So yeah, it was interesting, but. Bro, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would have kept the console and the uh, the power brick and the controller out and put like rocks in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, with then, that era of I Xbox, like, if Rob yes. would have performed the same. I would have been like, "Yes, I'm gonna open this when I get to my room." Open the window, throw the rocks out. <laughs> <laughs> then you forget. Shit, that was the console. No, <laughs> right. Yeah, the Xbox oh. was they were on point when it came to their consoles though. I mean, they had the Halo edition, the Halo 3 edition which was like the Spartan green with the the brass colored um uh DVD drive. There was the Gears of War. Dude, there were so many consoles. Yeah, there really were. So I I think they were copying Nintendo cuz that, that's what Nintendo was all about was the different consoles. Yeah. So what about the GameCube, y'all? So <clears throat> GameCube to me, like they had a lot of awesome titles, but not quite the same as the N sixty four of the Super Nintendo era. Like, um GameCube had a lot of great stuff. Like I think some the big titles during that era was of course uh Wind Waker, uh Twilight Princess, like I'm mostly Zelda 
Like I, honestly, yeah. there was mostly Zelda titles for the GameCube. GameCube had a Zelda title that had all of the classic Zeldas with it. Yep. Yep. GameCube yeah. was also the first console that had wireless controllers. Really? First party wireless no. controllers. Um I think the Dreamcast actually beat them on that. Did they? I think. Oh, no. Um, the Atari 2600 had wireless controllers. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Back in, uh, like, the 80s. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the wireless controls for the Atari, those were, um, a, or those were FM transmitted signals, weren't they, or something? It was, yeah. it was something, like... It was it, radio. Yeah. And that's still fucking cool, though. Yeah, they were called the Wave Birds. <laughs> that's what. No, that's what they're calling GameCube, unless they were called the same thing. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the GameCube. No, dude. Uh, the the Wave Birds, like I, as as cool as they were, I hated that fucking controller. The battery bank on the back of it just made that controller so uncomfortable to hold. Oh, it was super bulky. You know. Um, and I, I hate to just immediately shoot down what we're talking about here, but, um, within 64, for example, like another reason why, like my parents didn't want me to really have a PlayStation, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not like they were pr- protecting me from, uh, you know, all the violent games that it had or something like that. You know, um, the, um, the N64 was cartridge based and the PlayStation was disc based. Now, let me, let me put this into perspective for you. Put a disc into the hands of a child and see how many scratches it will end up with at the end of the day. <laughs> so like that was why they in. <laughs> that was that was why they didn't want me. Yeah, that was why they didn't want me to have a PlayStation. Not not that I would have mistreated the discs, but um, you know, they just thought that it would be better if I had cartridges because those games were still pretty expensive at the time, and so they they didn't want me to uh, go, you know, ruining something expensive like that. So it was yeah. like I, um, yeah, I uh, that, was a, I, that was a big talking point. With I us I even had a a neighbor who tried to who and what a what an absolute dumbass he was. He tried to convince me that it was okay to handle them just by, you know, touching the bottoms and Wait, stuff like is that. that Seth? I yes. <laughs> Dear God, yes. And he his oh, him, him and his drunk ass fucking deadbeat dad. No, but like yeah, like I yeah, like he he tried to sell me a broken he tried to sell me a broken PlayStation. That pissed me off. He he tried he tried to tell me that you could handle the discs by the bottoms and that I I watched him ruin a perfectly good copy of Final Fantasy 7 by oh, doing that. No. And I and it just just absolute disaster, but anyway, yeah. Ugh, I had to go on another tangent. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> tangent night. It's so, tangent night, guys. Good. So well, speaking of I tangents, have a talking point. Get it, I have Cody. a talking point. Get it. Yeah. So we're talking about the GameCube. And I want to take a few minutes to talk about all of the accessories of the GameCube. GameCube was the master of accessories. For those of you that don't know, there were probably hundreds of um, third-party accessories for the GameCube. Hundreds. Um, For example, you had the uh, Joytech flip-up screen, which mounted right to the top of the console. You had the WaveBird, which was an accessory. The Joytech the, wasn't an official GameCube uh, accessory, no, was it? No, that was a third party. Yeah. 
Um, you had the WaveBird was you had the Competition Pro Combat Arcade joystick and button combo. Um, there was the GameCube, I think it was the ASC II keyboard controller, which oh, was, was basically for um, Fantasy Star Online. Yes, it was basically a keyboard with GameCube controls on the left and the right of it. It was ridiculous. Um, I, yeah. You've got the Donkey Kong DK Bongos. Oh, yeah. Oh, I used to have those. <laughs> Uh, the Game Boy Player, which mounted to the bottom of your GameCube and allowed you to play Game Boy Advance games. I on could it. never find that. Um, I used to have one. I think I still might somewhere. Um, there was the Game Boy controller, which was basically a, I think it was a Dogbone NES controller um, that had the GameCube plugins. Um, nice. There was the broadband adapter, the dual modem link, I think is what it was called. Hmm. Uh, you can even buy an HDMI adapter for it now. Interesting. Um, let's see. There are RFID adapters. So if you want to run straight instead of running the yellow, white, and red cables for us old school people, Call you can run straight it. in. Yeah, you can run straight into a uh, cable line. Um, there was memory cards. There was the Game Boy Advanced SP adapter cable, which allowed mm-hmm. you to plug straight into the Game Boy Advance Wait, SP and use Game it as Boy a adapters. controller. The wireless Game Boy adapters. Yes. Um, there was a GameCube microphone, which plugged into the memory card slot. Um, there, There's a thing you can buy now i just seen. It's called the Haas GameCube SmartJoy PlayStation controller adapter, which allows you to adapt a PlayStation 1 controller to a GameCube. Really? I mean, there are all kinds of... of, If you Google GameCube accessories, there's a video by a person, um, I believe his name is Austin Evans. He makes the ultimate GameCube, and it's ridiculous. It's like twice the size. Dude, Austin Evans, that dude is hilarious. Yeah, it is a ridiculous GameCube monstrosity. Yep. Growing up, I um I didn't have I like I never had a GameCube actually. Um I like f- for some weird reason and I, I know I mentioned it earlier, but like I would see Brandon and his brother um playing Sonic Adventure 2 mm-hmm. Battle and I I don't know why I loved that game so much, but it was like he um like they would always be like playing around like on pumpkin Hill and like metal Harbor and stuff like that. And that, in that game. And it was just like, I just really like, I like being at it. Like I liked being at Brandon's house more than my own um, <laughs> for, for reasons I won't get into, but um, the um, not bad reasons. I just, I just like being there. It was bigger and whatever else, but um, the, what she uh, said. Oh yeah, Every definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, and we had a George Foreman grill. Oh yeah, he he. I mean, I just liked being over there because and his house had a basement. I didn't have a basement. Um, and his had an upstairs. I didn't have an upstairs. Um, <laughs> but it, and I my room was basically the size of a matchbox. So um, but the um yeah Sonic Adventure Two Battle. I just I I loved seeing them put that particular game into GameCube, and it was like I don't know. I just I it was always fun, but um. I'm trying to think of what else and like and you know Wind like Wind Waker was another great title. Um, but. But I mean, 
Uh, yeah, Cody, I mean, I really didn't know it had so many different peripherals and different hookups and things like that. So that's interesting that you mentioned that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, I it's know that a, a ridiculous console. Pretty versatile. Oh, yes. Very. Uh, Very. One of the uh, one of the current generation uh, peripherals that I've recently installed is it's called the uh, the GC loader. It's a uh, it's what's called an ODE, which is an optical disc emulator, and it replaces the physical disc drive with an SD card slot. It makes things really nice and hand- nice and easy to to get through. Is that for uh, GameCube? Yes. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they're a little bit pricey, but it is it's a straight plug and play. All you have to do, like you don't have to mangle the console frame or anything. You just remove the disk drive and you plug it into that uh the expansion slot the disk drive plugs into internally. And then you can just run all your games through an SD card. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. It's nice. I'll send you a link to it. But um, yeah, so yeah, GameCube was great. Um, I'm trying to think of what other what other um, great like. Just well, let's just or... make sure we've covered everything Nintendo. Yeah, we've talked about Robbie the Robot. <laughs> we we didn't talk about the Power Glove. Let's yeah. just not. Let's not. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about the uh, their the first three D uh, make you have a migraine. Um. <laughs> Let's see. We've talked about the NES. We haven't really touched base on the SNES, which I'm okay with. And I have one. I never really played it. I we yeah. definitely co- we definitely covered the 64. Yep. Uh, GameCube we covered. Wii we covered. Uh, Wii U we've covered. Switch we've covered, that's, Game Boy Color that's the we've covered. Only console that I don't own is a Wii U. I own every every other console. Yeah. Oh, I, we didn't really talk much about the uh, 3DS and how awesome it was to bring legitimate 3D content to a game. But the first version of it gave people migraines. Yeah. Once they did the the revisions to it, again, a console was amazing for handheld. The uh, the aptly or the aptly named new 3DS. You know, they just stopped development on games for that, like, recently. No shit, huh? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that... that What year did that come out? The 3DS was released on 2011 in Japan. Nice. 3DS yeah. XL was released in 2012, so eight years of a handheld. No, nine years of a handheld. Ten years for the regular 3DS. That's insane. Yeah, you do I, not see that. While while I didn't, I mean, while I didn't have a 3DS, I th- I did think that the the 3D aspect of it looked really cool. I thought that 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 was really neat. Um, but yeah, just to kind of because I mean we're we are going pretty deep here just to kind of kind of go into like a closing thought here what's what is just one last uh what is just one last really good outstanding memory with nintendo that you know you maybe had with like a family member or a friend 
you know what 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 just brought you what brought you to your your zen place In oh man to nintendo let's see i oh. Uh, and in regards to Nintendo, my Zen place was playing through Majora's Mask, just over and over, just learning every route that you had to go, getting every single heart piece, every single mask, getting it down to seeing how many masks I could get in the first three days, and just that, that was my Zen, like, and just being able to just tune that down and just get it to a science like so growing up like that was my game to just go through and just relax with that was my wind down game like whenever everything else was just absolutely going to shit i would pop in majora's mask even and that still stands for today um mostly i play that on the the 3ds because i got the majora's mask version of the 3ds of course um but occasionally if i feel that pang of nostalgia I'll throw it into my poor, dilapidated, dying N64, and I'll run run Majora's Mask. So that's that's where my happy place lies uh, in Nintendo is Majora's Mask. So. Yeah. What about you, Cody? So my happy place, I literally like, and brought a smile to my face when you asked this, and I, I was thinking, um, my happy place with Nintendo was. The NES was my first console, mm-hmm. and I would play two games with my dad, and he was a truck driver, so when he came home, we would play. Yeah. And I remember beating Mike Tyson's Punch-Out with him, hey. <laughs> and I remember him and I going through and beating Metal Gear. Yeah, that is that was the hook that sunk into my cheek and just pulled me for a, a ride of my life with Metal Gear. So good. For those of you who don't know, Metal Gear is my the all-time greatest. favorite video game series ever. I own every copy that I can get my hands on. If I find... I, I'll buy three or four copies. I don't care. I love that <laughs> series. Yep. I have obscure copies. I have copy... I've, I've paid $150 for a copy of a game. Like, that is my... It's my happy place when it comes to video games. All right, what about yes. um, game or happy Derek? place specifically talking about Nintendo, Cody? Oh, it's got to be playing Metal Gear and yeah. Rick Tyson's Punch Out on, on Nintendo. With my dad, yeah, on the they NES. Didn't, they didn't wait. Oh, Metal Gear on NES. Yeah, oh, the shoot, original OG Metal Gear. Yeah, that's yeah. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I only just recently picked that up. I'm sorry, I forgot. Oh yeah, started. That's gra- that's grassroots MGS right there. Um, I'm sorry, but the forgive um, me. yeah. For for me though, um, you are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> it, it honestly, when when you look at how great MGS one was for the PlayStation, it's hard. It's hard. It's easy to forget about the NES ones and all that. But um, the uh best best uh kind of memory for me, honestly, I'm gonna. I mean, I, I would have to say, and I, I mentioned this earlier too, but um, was probably just being like at the mall, just just kind of relaxing, just going around with my mom and getting Mystical Ninja from Funko Land. Um, that was fun, and and Snowboard Kids. Um, that and like 
having those two games to go kind of back and forth on, like just, it just felt very, cause I mean, I was obsessed with Japan and I mean, I, I still am of course, but like, I, I really felt like those games made me feel like I was in Japan and it, like, it kind of took me out of reality, honestly. And I really, I really felt like that was kind of a cool, cool moment for me. But, um, one, one thing I did want to mention since we're wrapping up, um, I, I think, and, and Cody was talking about Metal Gear Solid and how that's his absolute all-time favorite series. And same with Brandon, um, you know, that's, that's another one of his big ones there. And I, I love watching, I, I've, that was one of the, the biggest things that drew me to being friends with Brandon was just like his love for Metal Gear Solid and, and then my curiosity around it and just seeing him play it so well. Like Brandon, just he's like, I mean, it's just, it just, it's like a natural force for him. He just plays it and it's, it's, it's instantly, he makes, you know, he makes it his. And I, I, what I, what I want to suggest though since we're wrapping up here, um, I, I want next weekend's podcast to just be a Metal Gear cast. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I love it. I love I'm it. Down. Um, we might have to record a couple days earlier and drop it on Sunday, though. Oh, yeah. I'm down with it. We'll work, we'll work it out. <laughs> we could we could make that work. But, yeah, that is that's so cool. I, I love it. I love games. I love Nintendo specifically huge part of my childhood and everyone here's childhood uh i think a lot of people are so hung up on like all the bad things that are, that are tied to to it and like they just need to take a step back and just remember the good times and just sit back and just play that's play, what we're here for <laughs> play through some older games and if we're gonna if we're talking about old games old hardware i just want to reach out and i want to talk I want to thank um, Buck over at Retro Game Treasure once again for hooking us up with that awesome promo code, uh, Game On Two. Go and get yourself a nice uh, two dollars off your first month subscription over there. Like I said, I've been using them for a couple years, and we do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we try to do these podcasts once every week, and I mean Retro Game Treasure is allowed me to kind of have that sort of repertoire that library i mean, the whole time that we've been doing this i've been passing de- games to Derek. like hey remember this remember this remember this and most of them i got from uh retrogametreasure.com so go hook uh hook yourself up with a with a membership there they're super lenient on uh if you want to cancel for a month or if you want i mean it, it's great stuff go check them out and i can't thank them enough for Giving us that uh that promo code again, retrogametreasure.com promo code game on two get yourself two dollars off your first month subscription. All right, but that's I think that's gonna wrap it up for me at the very least. Uh, Cody, do you got anything else? Um, I want to take a second and I want to also talk about Retro Game Treasure. For those of you who don't know what it is, it is a subscription service for. Retro games, you can be specific on what you're looking for. For example, if you're looking for a copy of Final Fantasy II for the NES, um, if they have it in their warehouse, they will send it to you. If not, you'll get something similar. Um, But you can be specific on um, survival horror, strategy, sports, shooters, RPGs, racing, puzzles, fighting games. 
um, classic arcade, action adventure. I mean, the list goes on and on as to what they have, what consoles they support, NES, SNES. Um, I mean, all the way up through decently modern stuff. So definitely give them a a try. I mean, $2 off your first month. What do you really have to lose if you're looking for something specific? Yeah, very good. What you got for us, Eric? Any closing thoughts? Um, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to get into some Metal Gear Solid next weekend. I think we're gonna we're gonna go into that, and it's gonna be great. And I am really looking forward to talking about Snake Plissken himself, baby. Snake Plissken was a different person. Yes, and Snake our sponsor- Plissken was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, he was. But yeah, our sponsor, though, yes. Um, so yeah, retro games. Yeah, I I think that you know they are a great service. I think that you can utilize it to find very very unique items that you're trying to track down. I think that you should check it out because I think that it is going to benefit you in all your gaming exploits. I really encourage you to do this. Get yourself that discount. Get that two dollars off for your first month subscription. Go ahead and go for it. Thank you so much, guys.